Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Two Geeks Discuss. With Hello. me, as always, is Dan. How are you, Dan? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Are you all right? I'm doing well. Good. Grand. I'm doing well. Fantastic. I say that every time, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I may not be doing well. You know, you just do that British thing of hiding everything yeah. <laughs> under the surface. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you're doing well. Yeah. yeah really, under the surface. You know, okay. my wife's left me and my dog's died. <laughs> yeah. The house was burned down in a questionable fire. You mm. know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but you need the insurance money. Exactly. Um, exactly. She was a big earner. So. But I'm doing well. You Good. Know, it's yeah. that kind of thing, isn't it? It's that kind of thing. Um, um, yeah. But no, today, um, as you probably guessed from the title, guys, we are talking about another Warhammer 40,001. And uh, this is um, something I posted, Dan, where he said it was something that happens quite often within the 40k universe, especially, is um, alliances. So people teaming up with other races um, to either achieve an objective or, in this one, what I posed is. Uh, if you had to team up with somebody for uh, because of an ex- existential threat, mm. um, who would it be? And we kind of discussed that really. So that's well, who that's are the natural do. alliances as well? Yeah, who who you can kind of see would go, yeah. and who doesn't, and that type of thing, mm. really, isn't it? Yeah, um, and maybe who absolutely wouldn't under any circumstances? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, who would befriend a tyrannid? Exactly. No you one. know, there's, uh, <laughs> looking at the options. Yeah. And uh, speaking of options, we've got lots of things on our Patreon site. So if you would like to support us financially, um, please follow the link below. That would be really, really well appreciated and uh, and helps and, us to basically keep doing what we're doing and, and goes a long way, really. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just really appreciate that and the support that you're giving and uh, any kind of comments and things are, are really well appreciated. But without any further ado, here's the episode. Well, it was after um, seeing your um, the post about oh, the Angron, Angron post. Oh, yeah. Angron, um, yeah. That's so funny. Oh, cool. Very good. Yeah. Well, uh, hello and welcome to Two Geeks Discuss, another podcast, this time about 40k instead of 30k. Um, but Dan... Uh, we might slip into 30k. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, if we run out of material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but today we're going to be discussing, uh, specifically in the 40k universe, um, but to do with... Uh, well, uneasy alliances, I guess. And the question, kind of, I I posed was, uh, as a discussion, is is what uh, what races within the forty k universe do we think could team up together if there was an existential crisis, which mm. is definitely coming um, in the form of the Tyranids. Well, and also the demons. I mean, if you look at well, how, yeah, if you look at the massive warp rift, yeah, I think probably quite a lot of races other than the orcs are probably like we should probably work together to do something about that. So the orcs are probably ones which are. You know, probably aren't really team players. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're really in for sharing, <laughs> no. should we say? Um, but yeah, I mean, this is an interesting question because I think probably it'd be good to just kind of set up the scene of where the the galaxy is at the moment. I mm-hmm. think the last thing that I remember, we were we're now into the forty second millennium, yeah. Um, yeah. which is I don't think they're actually going to change it because it's, it's obviously the whole thing is well because it's technically Warhammer forty first k. 
Oh no, forty k. Well, no, because it's in the year forty thousand. That's why it's called Warhammer forty k. Yeah, but now in, you're in the forty second millennium, know, which means it's forty one hundred. Forty one k. Yeah, so yeah. Be, but the, that's why they've been. That's why forty one thousand. That's so. why basically everything happened in the last year. It was just like kind <laughs> yeah. of got this all this history spread out nicely, and then yeah. like kind of in the last decade or so, just like there's a huge amount of stuff happens. <laughs> Literally, Games Workshop's just like well, we can't like due to advertising. <laughs> And our like trademarks and stuff, yeah. we can't. And they, and by the way, Games Workshop own the number forty thousand. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're only, only not like completely, but they have tr- um, copyrighted. 40. I mean, you can't really own a number. I you, well, you, you can. So if you, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, so if you're a war gaming industry and you come out uh, with something that's like forty thousand, you can't do it. You can't call it forty thousand. You can't call it. No, they've got it. Wow. So, um, oh, okay. So I guess we're thinking, well, we don't want to have to trademark 41,000 as well. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, but all, because that's their kind of thing, that's what they've called it, um, I think they were probably really stressing. It got to the point where it's just like, we can't squeeze any more major plot into the last kind of <laughs> the two last weeks. thousand of, year, yeah. years of yeah, the Yeah, that's the it. Galaxy. So then they've had to push it into a new millennium. Um, yeah. Well, I think the, the big thing that I think everyone... You probably could use it as a benchmark for kind of the end of the fortieth millennium. Mm. Is uh, like the a party? Yeah, yeah. Um, is the you're going to snog at the turn of the yeah, millennium? Yeah, the ten ten second countdown. Yeah, oh, it's a good question actually. Which which <laughs> thinking about the you know kind of having to team up, which member of an alien race are you going to snog? El- at, Eldar, um, obviously. Really? Yeah, because they're humanoids essentially. Uh, right, I'd probably just go for humans. Oh wait, no, but I no, said but I specifically you, said yeah. another alien. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, I don't know which one I'd go for. Yeah, it probably would be Eldar. We wouldn't go for orcs. I don't imagine they'd be kind of kind. Can you get those. female orcs? Good. Well, can you get male orcs? Well, yeah. The well, yeah. Well, in as much as obviously they're all male voices when well, you play the game. Ex- otherwise, nobody would buy the buy the orcs. Um, and true. but yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Think, I don't think orcs are our gender. Because they're dressed basically mushroom. Well, they're, they're yeah, fun guy. Yeah, exactly. They are fun guys. Yeah. Oh, they're also fun. <laughs> Here he is. There's always one. Um, but no, because I think it's the the 13th Black Crusade really is the kind of last big thing, isn't it? Because I think, actually think that happens in 999 yeah. of M40 or yeah. M41, whichever it is. Um, yeah. M41. Um, mm. But yeah, so that's obviously the destruction of Cadia, mm. which is quite a big event for anybody who's an Imperial Guard yeah. player. Or Cadia, I don't know. Or Cadia, yeah, Cadia, Cadia. Well, you yeah. can say Cadian and Cadian is the same oh, thing, yeah. really, isn't it? Cool. Yeah, you know, we know what we're talking about, kids. Yeah. You know what we're talking <laughs> and about. so do you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because so, um, yeah, that's, um, that's the big thing where obviously that gets blown up. Uh, but then it's the kind of... Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have read that. If anybody hasn't read that far. Uh, well, I'm only in the 31st millennium yeah. still, so... You're, you're a long way off. You know. Um, you haven't got to the setup of the Grey Knights yet. Flip yeah. Heck. Well, the Grey Knights. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll leave that for another one. Uh, actually, talking about that, I've just bought a book called Warden of the Blade, which looks at um, a Grey Knight called Castling Crow, who is really, really mm. cool, and I'm really looking forward to reading it. Oh, yeah. That. He's one of the special characters that you can yeah. have in there. You see the one when he dies, he gets to kill the person. The rules used to be crazy on him. I don't know if it's him or another character, but there's a waste when you kill him, he gets one attack back against the person who killed him. And the the attack was ridiculous. Oh, really? So it's just like... Like you, vengeance to Yeah, that's it. So it's like, if you kill this character, your character will almost certainly die too. <laughs> Strength 11. Yeah. It's just like, oh dear. That, but that was from the crazy Grey Knights Codex. Oh, yeah, no. Well, they've all changed that now with the big uh, FAQ that's coming out, haven't they? Matt Warding's Dave. <laughs> yeah. Which was Matt Ward no. wrote the Codex. So Castle Crow is... Um, 
he's the guy who has the blade and twir, which is basically a demon possessed blade. Yeah, um, which is really cool because basically he's um, he's the only one who can can handle it because he's so incorruptible that basically this demon is constantly trying to pro- just prevail him to do something wrong so that he can take over. Yeah. Um, but he he basically is so incorruptible as a <laughs> as a great knight yeah. that he can basically control it. But it's yeah. this con- literally like twenty four seven constant thing, and to the point where he has to physically hold the sword, mm. yeah. otherwise it will escape. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one incident apparently where he's asleep and he goes, "Oh, the the sword was there this morning," and then he goes, "Oh, it's close to the door. Get back here." <laughs> so it's like, that's it. That's everything. Maybe so. maybe we should kind of pour the power of the Conservative Party into a sword and give it to the incorruptible Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> So it's talking about the 41st millennium, mate, not the 21st. Fair, I wrote it in my mind because I've just got a letter Jeez. from the Labour Party and um, I wrote some notes down on the back of the manifesto. Defamation. The so that's why um, that's why it's on my mind, because it's right there. <laughs> High Lord Corbyn. Yeah, High Lord Corbyn. Um, so yeah, I think that's the kind of the big thing is obviously the, the blowing of Acadia and then the resurgence of Rabute Gilliman. Uh, and I'm not crazy sure how far further than I think it's in like 200 years into the 42nd millennium that they've mm. taken it because obviously Rabute comes back Yeah. then they have the bit where he has the Terran crusade I think they call mm-hmm. it where it's basically I've now got to get across this massive warp rift that's turned mm. up again which I think well it's the, the other one is in 30k actually yeah. isn't it yeah with uh, Lorgar it's and Angron not his Angron. first barbecue <laughs> yeah exactly not his first village fate yeah and um, yeah that's that's the big one isn't it there which splits the galaxy so it's another one of those um, yeah, and um, nice the um, Games Workshop ripping themselves off <laughs> yeah, for a change. Yeah, what well, haven't we used for ages? Yeah. Well, have you thought about the warp rift? Yes, <laughs> yeah, to get on those. It is cool. Though. It does make sense. Both of them make sense in their own way, actually. So yeah, um, it's not like how Star Wars rips itself off again and again and again. It actually makes sense. Um, yeah. With um, so yeah, he has the Terran Crusade, and then he gets back and has um, a talk with his granddad slash OAP father. And then, um, yeah, goes on the Indomitus Crusade, which mm. is, I'm going to take back the galaxy and we're going to do it in a really positive way. Yeah, how's that working out? And then it's not really worked out very <laughs> well for him, no. I think. So then now They've he's... got cool new soldiers, though. Yeah, that's true. Primaris are, are very profitable for Games Workshop and also great for the storyline. Well, they're the most expensive out there, like 35 right. quid for a pack of in- intercessors. Yeah. Um, well, they are very good in the game, mm. as, as you found out in the last match that we had. Yeah. My uh, tower, tower, we're not. You tell we're not well. prepared for that. No, I think my tower have gone downhill in the way I've done armaments. So I have changed yeah. my armaments since then to be, to be a bit different. Yeah. Well, uh, just as a, a little side note, yeah, we had a battle and I brought mainly Primaris stuff to the to the to the field, mm. and um, and Dan wasn't prepared for the no. the sheer well, fire it was, power. You, it was really cool. So Adam's got um, the um, what are they called the um, Imperial Fists, the Swords of Dawn, the Swords of Dawn, but Imperial Fists. Successor. Actually, that's the thing I need to say. Technically, not true. Yeah. No, no, it is. Or is it? It okay. is. I, I, I got it. It was, and you got it. Okay. Yeah. So they are successor chapter. Adam wondered whether they're only a successor chapter if they're part of the original Legion, and that then they split off. Yeah. Yeah, but I. But, but apparently, yeah. it is true. That yeah, that all of them. If you they, do it, if your, your heritage is of that. Yeah. Um, Primark. But yeah, basically, yeah, they are a, a successor chapter to um, the Imperial Fist. And Adam, I really uh, Adam's downside to his army is it's not very manoeuvrable at the moment. But we we rolled and got kill points mission. And he's got the lieutenant and the captain, which give you re-rolls. And then re-rolls he, and of ones on wounds and And, and then rolls. the other one, yeah, on hits. And so um, he put all his stuff really close together. And it was just like this thing, that like impenetrable kind of thing that I couldn't get into, which was really cool tactics and really good fun. Um, but I... <laughs> not for um, your drone squads. Not for my drone, <laughs> no. And my, so I thought I need to take down his big dreadnought thing, his huge 
Primaris Dreadnought. It's funny you said that actually because in the game, so we've started a, a gaming group, Galaxy and Flames Leads, and um, had a match against one of the players, Alex, down at the mm. the, the local Warhammer yeah. shop, and um, he did exactly the same tactic. He saw the the Dreadnought and went. Mm. I've got to tear that down because it's yeah. the biggest, baddest thing on the. It basically did. I did a Carnifex. Yeah, everybody just looked at it as it's true. But, but but the thing is, the difference between because there used to be a, um, a tactic you could use where you just put down a fairly cheap Carnifex and slowly walk it forward, and everyone shoots it to pieces, even <laughs> yeah. though it's not much of a threat. Whereas your dreadnought is a massive threat, and I oh, thought, yeah. well, if I can kill that, then I've got my um, my big flying, jumping around battle suit thing. I don't even know what it's called. The um, the one with the big rotary gun on it. Oh, Riptide. Um, the Riptide. I thought I can just pick off with mm. my range and I just couldn't kill that dreadnought no. um, back in the day when I first started playing town my tactics were always to have um, crisis battle suits jumping around the field and being manoeuvrable and then mm. a base at the back with a few fire warriors and, and hammerheads classically used to be but I think yeah long you know, range firepower isn't it really? exactly but I'm not I'm not a massive fan so I went back and I thought well if I'm going to do that tactic again and I don't think broadsides or hammerheads really mm. work for me anymore what am I going to do yeah so I looked and I was like right what can I and I looked through all the kind of different rules and weapons for their for their bigger things. Um, and then, so I think within a couple of days of playing that match against Adam, I um, ordered a Storm Surge. Yep. Um, not, our, not our vengeance, clearly. No. Um, Just out of pure, well, I want to get better. I was really, it was really cool. It was a great battle and I really liked the way Adam's um, army it was worked and it was, and I was really impressed. Um, well, I wasn't annoyed that I lost, um, but I was annoyed that my Tau didn't work in the way I used to work with them and how I like yeah. working with them. So I was like, how can I go back to the days when I used to play in a certain way? Not the days when I used to win, because I didn't used to win much actually with my towel, but mm. in a in a play style which I enjoy. And actually, well, that's a, yeah, it's, it's actually on a side note. It, mm. I think that's what generally forty k should be about is is, is about mm. having fun, isn't it? And, and whether yeah, or not, yeah. and actually having good matches. Yeah. And I yeah. know a lot of people have have been screaming about the new FAQ mm. or, or the or the big FAQ, however you want to call it, yeah. that's just come out. Um, and the main one, obviously, being like Alpha Strikes, you basically just can't do that anymore. Mm. Um, which is which is I don't think a bad thing at all. I mean, a, a great the best example yeah. was the last. Um, the, the Demon's Codex from um, um, uh, the 7th edition had the Warp Storm table in. So at the beginning, you roll on the Warp Storm. And sometimes it was really good for your army, and sometimes it was really rubbish for your army. And it made it a little bit random. Mm. And sometimes I would like be winning, and then just suddenly something could happen, and like one of my demon princes would just vanish on the yeah. board or whatever <laughs> a whole or, horde would just yeah, disappear that's it or like sometimes I'd be losing and I'd get an extra save or like a whole squad would come back and it was so much fun it was so much fun to play with and I like, kind of didn't I, I don't know how what my win rate was like but I I even when I lost I had a lot of fun and I think and that's that it isn't it thing. it's just about having fun within the yeah. game like is the match with Alex um, he brought Space Wolves and I brought obviously Imperial Fists Um but what he what he had was like quite an elite army, so it was all all of them were like pretty much close combat as well. So it was basically the two armies which were polar opposites. Either, cause yeah. I basically just had pure shooty stuff, mm-hmm. um, and but apart from the aggressors, which are very good actually in combat because they have power fists as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because the way this was before the FAQ as well. So before I, um, b- before we we you know we're doing pre-deployment. I basically made it because I knew he had a his um, warlord was a uh, psychic um, grey wolf or something. Mm. So basically, he could just teleport in as well. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, oh, okay, he's got an insane amount of wounds. He's got a lot of attacks, and he can teleport in and, and kind of do all that kind of stuff. So mm. if he gets in my back lines, that's really going to 
mess me up. Mm. So I just basically did it. So I created a gun line that basically was nine inches from the edge of the board in yeah. all directions. Um, so then he dropped in, but he dropped in basically directly in front of my Hellblasters. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, you're well within 15 inches. Yeah. So I'm literally just going to use double tap. Yeah. And just, um, I lost one guy in that entire match. And that Ouch. was only because he blew himself up. Is that why he's uh, <laughs> he chose not to come to our inaugural event? <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's you're meant now, to let him lose. Yeah, I mean, you're meant to lose. So yeah. you encourage people to come and play no, what he gave with. No, immortal, immortal enemies. Yeah. Um, no, but we had a really good match. And that was mm. it. You know, like he... he he brought a lot of Wolf and Guard and some other kind of you know, yeah. really fast attack stuff. And actually, a couple of, you know, he had invulnerable saves of three plus and it just destroyed my firepower because it was like, well, I've just wasted loads of mm. shots trying to kill you and it's not done anything. Yeah, yeah. So it was only as he kind of got really close that I got really nervous, but it was like, you've got three or four of these bad boys mm. and they've got, mm. you know, storm shields and thunder hammers mm. and they're really, really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So, but again, yeah, he, he targeted the, the Dreadnought and left everything else but then uh, again that combination of having a lieutenant and uh, a captain mm. together just amazing yeah really, it's really, really good. good I mean again not very manoeuvrable so if it was like cap- capture problem. objectives you'd be in trouble but yeah. kill points it's it's a great list yeah. it's really well great. this is the thing as well because now now they've upped it to the battalion stuff mm. you can get five command points Oh really? Um, yeah. yeah, I haven't actually read that through properly. I need to go and have a look. Yeah, um, so to kind of boost it because they were obviously finding that a lot of people were having just really elite armies. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, I've got a vanguard detachment and a heavy support detachment or whatever. Mm. They'd just go, well, to try and get some more diversity, we're going to boost it up so those guys who use a lot of troops, yeah, you're going to get more command points to oh, use. Because obviously they're slightly really weaker. Good. Yeah. Because obviously you know troop, troops mm. are just essentially meat shields or cannon fodder. Yeah. Um, but it basically means that if you have lots of, mm. say for example, space marines tactical squads yeah you're going to get more points basically mm, to mm. use um you know um stratagems etc um so i think it, uh, overall i think that the faq is is interesting i mean mm. I, like i said you've played the game pretty much on and off for the past 10 years whereas i've oh, kind of like to, it's going off 20 now well yeah exactly whereas me i've kind of come back to it from eighth edition yeah and then i think probably fifth edition was the last time i played mm. um yeah so yeah it's kind of for me i'm like well i kind of like these rules and they're very straightforward and it seems to be very much more streamlined. In, in yeah, it is. It's really good. But I know that some people don't yeah. like that. Well, that's true. I, I think it makes it makes it a lot fairer. And I and I like the way that, again, so I've lost out. So I don't think the Demon's Codex is as fun as the last one was in the previous edition. Right. But then, you know, I'm also not going up against the Dark Angels list where <laughs> yeah. you go, how many points for all these tanks? Oh, three. Oh, yeah. Great, <laughs> free Razorbacks. Yeah, um, so um, so that's good, especially the, against hordes. With this. Yeah, Oof. but the, but the so the fantastic thing is is the because they always said we're going to do this so we can easily update it. So yeah. if we see tournaments where people have, have got a particular squad or doing a particular thing, which is just like absolutely destroying everyone, mm. therefore making the game not very fun. Yeah, breaking the game. Um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to do something about that. So I, um, in some ways, they've they've taken out some of the potential to have like a lot of fun. Um, but I, but instead they brought they've they've took out all that huge potential just to break mm. the game and screw it up. And, yeah, well, the super armies really especially because obviously yeah. the idea with the Imperium keyword especially mm. got so many armies that are within that that you yeah. could use. You know, it, mm. it could be anything because you could basically go, well, I've got an Inquisitor yeah. as my HQ, but because he's got the Imperium keyword, mm. I can basically have something from you know, Sisters of Silence. Mm. I can have Custodies in my army. I can yeah. have a Grey Knight. And then just a squad of tactical squad from which like is cool. Space but what I, what is great about the keywords is like so it'll say okay you can have anyone from the Imperium, but if you want those universal rules which work with your army, so I might have the Battleforge stuff. You mean? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Um, so so it's like okay, this, yeah, you're not going to get the bonus. This gives you a boost your whole army, 
but or but only if they've got the keyword like adeptus astartes or something like that yeah, yeah. so therefore you can't just have like loads of really willy like be really willy nilly nilly willy willy nilly whatever that word is nilly willy nilly willy nilly willy nilly willy nilly we said willy a lot in that yeah that's it well some people are called willy yeah my nickname's willy you know some names but anyway um so we should um so who's gonna team up together in the alliances who's gonna team up together in the alliances um what do you want to kick off with one? Yeah, for me, I think what the I think the obvious one and the one that I I put on one of the forums on on Facebook actually about just kind of before this, just kind of asking people who do you think it would be in terms of alliances, and the the most predominant one that came up was the Imperium and Eldar. Yeah, and I think partly because they kind of teamed up before mm. in in various forms because obviously the thing is both sides are really fractious mm-hmm. so you've got obviously the Steptus Astartes but then you've got the Inquisition which mm-hmm. have their own kind of units and military stuff you've then got the Imperial Guard you've then got the Custodes you've got mm-hmm. Grey Knights you've got all kinds of stuff going on Yeah, and then the same with the Eldar you know they've got mm-hmm. just the Harlequins are a big one the Yanari are the new ones that are back mm-hmm. who are kind of just worship death or something mm-hmm. they're the ones that resurrected Rebute Gilliman and mm-hmm. then obviously you've got all the different craft worlds lads 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 so yeah, all the kind of stuff is is kind of out there and fractious. So you yeah. could you can see how they've done it in terms of weaving into stories and fluff, where mm-hmm. certain aspects of both sides have worked together because it's actually been for the benefit of both. Yeah. So actually, I think it's in um, Traitor's Gorge, which is the story about the battle for Rin's world, which mm. is the Crimson Fist's homeworld. Um, which is quite an interesting book, actually. But basically, yeah, they, this huge orc invasion happens, and um, they have these planetary defense systems, which basically pretty good at destroying all the rocks and the, the kind of spacecraft they've got. But um, in like a classic 40k move where they just kill everybody off, yeah. um, a couple of these missiles go, uh, the hardware goes wrong or something and instead of hitting the the orcs, they revert back to their source and right. basically land on the fortress monastery oh, yeah, yeah. and just kill like, I think it's something crazy, like 800 of the Crimson Fists yeah, yeah. and just wipe out most of the chapter, including all of their relics, all of their mechanical stuff, all of their arsenal, everything. So you're like, the whole thing just goes terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. Um, and I think the only guy who comes out is Pedro Cantor, who's like the chapter master. So like, it's like him basically in about 100 Adeptus Astartes that are left trying to defend Rin's world against it yeah. against this massive orc invasion um, and then later on it's, it's him and like a few a few of the first company that survive and like three or four Terminators and that's it mm. basically just trying to beat the crap out of a load of orcs and it looks like they're going to get killed off and then just a load of um, really random Ulthway uh, I think yeah Ulthway craft world just people just turn up yeah, really randomly and yeah, go cool yeah, yeah we're going to help you out so they like yeah. wipe out loads of the orcs and it gives them a chance to breathe and then the orcs start retreating because mm. like, they've lost their leaders or something Yeah, and then they go well why did you help us and they go oh yeah well we can't really tell you because we're all mysterious and that's kind of what we do Yeah, um, yeah. but you should probably go after them because yeah you're going you're gonna to need to do that and he goes well why <laughs> tell me yeah. and then they don't tell him and then they just disappear yeah. again yeah. And then, but then he goes off and you know, Pedro takes what's left of his guys and, and kills yeah. them all and it's fine. But at the same time, you kind of go, well, that was really weird and you don't know why. Yeah. But yeah. that I think so that kind of happens a lot in terms of alliances mm. and stuff. But in terms of like an existential threat, yeah, I think it's probably the, the best solution because it's, 
there's so many interactions that have happened over the years and I think even from the 30k the one that comes to mind is uh, the one with Fulgrim in the book Fulgrim actually where he's on the way to meet Ferris I think it is and then this this guy comes and stops him and says hey look this is what's going to happen in the future Horus is going to be turned and goes corrupted Mm. you need to stop it and because he's kind of in this mode of becoming well falling yeah and then obviously he's got the lair and blade, which just does the whole thing completely. Um, he doesn't believe it, and obviously his love for Horus and all that kind of stuff. So he just kills the yeah, elder guy. And well, and they because they bring out the Avatar of Cain. Oh, they do. And, oh yeah. Uh, and then about that. Fulgrim Legend oh. kills the Avatar of Cain. Let's not get into this again. All right. He brought you Fulgrim, bloody China doll. They, my beloved Fulgrim. <laughs> you brought him up. Oh, Fulgrim. Uh, but it's the it's the interesting thing about um but what about kind of the Imperium and Eldar really? So from the Imperium front, and I think this is probably just it's interesting. I think it's probably on two I think it's mostly Games Workshop just changing the way they wanna structure their storyline. So originally yeah, yeah. the the Imperium was hugely racist um or xenophobic against um <laughs> against you know any kind of alien and they i don't would... i don't think i've found that in the, in the horror heresy books mate i don't know yeah. what you're talking about <laughs> but it's, it's amazing they just go to a planet <laughs> and it complies yeah. that's what happens everybody's friends but the in the like so we're even in 40k like a kind of not so long back any kind of idea that humans could work with an alien species. Oh, it was, it was an just, abomination. No, yeah. like that's not happening. And and I think and anathema and th- completely. Yeah, but so I think it's really great, and I think it's probably mostly to do with actually we can draw some really interesting <laughs> yeah. kind of stories out when totally. when humanity's forced. So okay, they still come from a fairly fairly xenophobic standpoint, but actually, what happens when, especially um, the ecclesiarchy? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So what happens when it comes down to it, and they need to team up, or they need to kind of not just yeah. eradicate them immediately? And so I think that's that's really interesting uh, and then from the Eldar's side so they're a f- fascinating one because they're they will do what's good for them I mean the mankind humankind the Imperium will only ever do what's good for themselves as well oh for sure but I think yeah. they are they work at a different level to the Eldar so for example mm. the Eldar uh, will happily team up with the Monkey as they call yeah. us Monkey um, uh, with the humans but um only if it suits them, obviously, and they're quite manipulative oh, yeah. in the way they do it. Well, actually, on a side note, that re- works really well in Angel Exterminatus because mm. it's the two guys who are like brothers or whatever, yeah, who take Fulgrim and Perturabo, yeah. Empress Children and Iron Warriors to this planet in the war or yeah. in the Eye of Terror. Actually, it's mm. not. It's, not it's where where it's first named the Eye of Terror. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, because he mm. names it, and then they um, lovely place. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a fan of Slanesh, <laughs> great timeshares. Yeah. And um, yeah, and, and he's the one who says, "Well, we hoped that you were going to destroy each other, mm, not yeah. the planet. Instead, yeah. they just rip it apart, yeah. which is just insane." Yeah. And then yeah, he ends up killing the guy, the yeah. Iron Warriors, yeah. um, kill their uh, Eldar guy. Because again, he's just like, "Well, I, I, I didn't want this, mm. but this is how it's ended up. And actually, yeah. I want to kill you now." Yeah, and 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 you see that a lot. So you see that throughout the yeah. stories yeah. of of that happening. But on the Eldar side, so they will they will happily let like a whole solar system of planets full of billions of humans <laughs> untold billions die just to save a few Eldar uh, and there's loads of well, stories well at the same happening. time that's their own race yeah that is true <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? and, that, that, and yeah. humans will be exactly the same yeah yeah, oh, absolutely but it's interesting yeah but that's the interesting so that's the, that's the place so that's why they can never have a full proper alliance because of it's too shady a lot yeah. of bad blood and <laughs> um, and the and both sides are way too manipulative oh yeah to ever kind of far too intelligent on. 
yeah. to, to just kind of go, yeah, we can just accept mm. this on face value. Yeah. Never going to happen. Yeah, the, I suppose the other interest, so talking about Eldar, the other kind of tag team um, duo um, would be Eldar and Dark Eldar, actually. And, oh, yeah. Because um, yeah. this is, I really love it. So, like the. Uh, well, in the game, you can actually use them together because they've yeah. still got the same well, Eldar. That's it. And it's, and it's perfect. And it makes, and it, I really love that because I think when you first get into Warhammer, your first kind of experience is usually the Imperium, usually flipping ultramarines and <laughs> oh uh, let's not start on the smurfs again um, i'm starting to see no, now yeah. if anybody who's listened to our previous yeah. podcast they'll understand that dan has a visceral hatred for the ultramarines no i don't i just think i don't because i, I yeah. I've you killed manius calgar in the first um, turn mate yeah. and when manius <laughs> that, that was really funny. ultramarines live longer with calgar yeah i still think that's one of the best lines i've ever exactly heard. Uh, but they don't live long when manius calgar is dead <laughs> exactly. um and where's your extra three command points now yeah exactly which is um so no i do I like the Ultramines and their, their fluff is quite interesting and stuff yeah, it is. but yeah. just uh, people just for a first army stop collecting Ultramines or just collect them yeah. for a bit and then move on stop <laughs> stop making massive armies of Ultramines I, yeah <laughs> to be fair though now that I'm now that I'm kind of becoming more of in, in the, involved in the community yeah. it is literally it's like oh I'm new to 40k great yeah. yeah I've started on getting a Space Marine army and you kind of go okay yeah that's that. you can see that a lot, yeah. a lot of people collect Space Marines to begin with you know like I'm the same you know yeah. I've, I've got obviously the Swords of Dawn yeah Best uh, best chapter out there, mm. and um, you know. But I'm I'm moving on now. You know, I'm, I'm getting a Necron army, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Mainly because they're also a lot cheaper, <laughs> yeah, than yeah. everything else. Yeah. But also they're just really cool. Yeah, um, and I mean, we'll, we'll come on to that. I'm sure. A big fan of Terminator films, so exactly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I just want them to create. Yeah, and if you like, if you like ancient Egypt and Terminators, yeah, you're in melded you're in, together. Yeah. <laughs> Then you need to get the Necrons. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, um, yeah. So the um, so you got the Imperium, and obviously yeah. the Imperium are you know their big kind of enemies are are chaos, like chaos space marines. So you have got chaos. Well, it's, it's the arch enemy, really. Well, isn't it? And that's it. So you go, oh, so you've got chaos, and they hate each other. Hate you know they hate the the loyalists hate the chaos. Well, space I think they've had a couple of scuffles. I think I remember yeah. hearing about one called the Horus Heresy, yeah. which um, which was a little yeah. bit of a scuff together. So that's um, it. And that I don't think that ended very well. It, it did not end well yeah. for either side. Arguably. That cheese and wine party Although, ended, ended early. D- doing well for chaos actually. In, in, in given the <laughs> yeah the massive, Black Legion are doing really well. Massive warp rift. But the point is, is that so? Then you go, oh, there's the Eldar and the Dark Eldar. Oh, that must be like the, they must be like Chaos Eldar or something. Yeah, but they're not. And they're not. No. And and I really and I, and hats off to Games Workshop for some originalist writing. Obviously, they've ripped off kind of Tolkien. But moving <laughs> moving beyond yep. moving beyond that, um, <laughs> they you know it's really interesting that the the Eldar and the Dark Eldar are kind of, you know they're still the same species and they're not against each other. They just have different ideologies. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Because they don't they don't fight against each other. Which is no. really interesting, and actually they'll they'll fight together. So the yeah. basically their big problem is is when when Slanesh was born. Thanks Eldar for that, you know, legend. Yeah, thanks for head, thanks head for head really isms. ruining the galaxy. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and um, hey, you got you got an army out of it. I you got an army. Them. I got a big army. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. And um, so they 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 create this, and so now they're just trying to stave off She Who First Slanesh from like sucking their souls into yeah. into, into herself warp, yeah. into a into a warp, but, and they do it through different ways. Mm. So the Eldar use their souls 
soul stones and, and all kinds of other things. And whereas the Dark Eldar, they just torture people yeah. um, to stay... And that's exactly the same thing. So like the Eldar, very happy to see billions of people die if it saves a few Eldar. The Dark Eldar, super happy to torture people horrendously <laughs> yeah. if it means that that kind of staves off Slanesh. Even um, for an extra day. Yeah, Even exactly. for an extra day. And um, which is why I don't think I could ever collect Dark Eldar. Like it's, it's so just, dark. So it's just, dark. Yeah, it's just insane. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I sometimes mean, I think about it, and I just read the fluff, <laughs> and I just go, "This is a, this is just a bit." More. Even for somebody who does a job where I've got to be nice and good all the time, and I want to kind of relax, that's too much relaxing. <laughs> like, I just can't. It's the dark. Well, Eldar, I mean, a bit yeah. The, the fact that you're saying that <laughs> says says everything. Yeah. That says everything. Um, but I, I think I just love the fluff as well of the the Eldar. This idea of just like a dying race that are. Just yeah, I think we said it before, but you know they're very arrogant and they used to rule the stars, but mm. now their arrogance and obviously their hedonism yeah has caused this unbelievable tragedy. Essentially, well, some say tragedy, <laughs> others say opportunity. Yeah, um, it is fun. Just on a side note, whenever I'm playing Eldar and in the old rules, the Eldar were just unbeatable. So I'd always just get destroyed, and I was playing Slanesh a lot of the time, so I'd just get destroyed by Eldar with Slanesh. And um, even when I lose, I can just I can still always say. Oh, Eldar Platt, how's that civilization working out for you? <laughs> that's it. That's so, it. That's good. Um, but yeah, it's just this idea of like the craft worlds and this this like haunting ships that just roam mm. the the, the yeah. end of space. You know, yeah, um, talking space pirates. Yeah, you know. But again, it's it, it, yeah, it's a classic thing. It's just this dying race, which is really ancient and wise. But mm. yeah, their arrogance and the way that they do things has caused them to essentially be weakened forever and they're in this yeah this basically long mm. defeat like they know yeah. eventually that they are going to be defeated but they're well, holding on for know. as long as possible yeah i mean it's a good question but Maybe. actually yeah because I, I was thinking about collecting <clears throat> eldar as my next army yeah i mean i know we talked about that um so i was looking at the fluff and some of the stuff in the new mm. codex and then you've got a couple of them like uh altioch um is a big one um and Bailtan is the, the, the kind of big one where they're like, well, we're going to take back and we want to actually reclaim our galaxy and reclaim yeah. the empire that we had. So they're going to do it with you through military force. Um, and I quite like the idea of just having this kind of martial side of it. And I like that. That's the thing about the craft worlds. They, you know, each one brings something different to the different to the, mm. the thing. Mm. So in terms of alliances, yeah, I think actually the Dark Eldar and um, well, I think that's what the Yanari are trying mm. to do. Essentially, is trying to in some way form a loose alliance of all of the the Eldar races yeah yeah I feel like we're doing six degrees of separation because I think we've gone because we've gone for because I can move then from obviously Eldar and Dark Eldar onto Tau so yeah. the, the Tau are really interesting so there's there's some kind of um, space communism yeah good old space communism and um, so this, hey talking uh, about labour that's yeah. that's for the many not the few yeah for the many unless the you're few. one of the um, unless you're like uh, Shadow Sun or for you're the in... Tau not the others <laughs> yeah. um, unless you're unless you're a military Military commander, because yeah. obviously if you fly cast, clearly you're above everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like why? Because yeah. I've got a gun, mate. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> and so the Tau. So the, there was there was kind of some theories that the so the so there was a big warp storm. Um, classic kind of um, narrative piece from Get Out of Claws. Yeah. It's just don't know what to do. Warp storm. Warp storm. And so there was a part of the galaxy that was cut off for a while. If only Rabute Gilliman was there, he probably could have got across. <laughs> um, but he wasn't, sadly. 
and um, and then suddenly, so this warp storm clears, and over was it? Uh, I don't know, ten millennia or ten thousand. I can't remember what. Goodness, I read the fluff so long ago now. Can't remember how long. But suddenly, it, there was these this new race. So the warp storm. Oh, vanished. it's um, um, it's six thousand years from basically chucking rocks at each other. Oh yeah, there to you having go. rail guns. Okay, yeah, nice. And we could do that. <laughs> I think we we would do, probably do it quicker than the town. Uh, yeah, rail and guns then, are in prototype well, stage yeah. at the moment. So. So there you go. Screw you, tail. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the, the so the, the theory was was did the Eldar? So the the interesting thing about the Tau is they don't have any presence in the warp. Yeah, no, no psychic um, abilities at all. So do so has did, did the Eldar have something to do with the Tau? And were they trying to create this race to take over the big chunks of the galaxy, which yeah. couldn't be corrupted by chaos? Yeah. Um, and so therefore, would the would the Eldar team up with the Tau? I think mm. interestingly, I think the Eldar got haven't got much interest in teaming up with them necessarily. Well, if, haven't weren't the Eldar created by the old ones, um, which are like the most ancient of all ancient oh, things? Maybe Actually, of I the, don't know much about that. Fluff. So possible. Well, yeah, I know a little bit about the Necrons now that I've listened to them a bit more. Yeah, so we can we can talk yeah. about that in a bit. But yeah, no, that, I've heard that as well. Mm. That the idea that basically the 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 Tau have been created so that yeah. basically they would have incredible technological Or at least manipulated or whatever. Yeah, in yeah. Some way, like coached. Yeah. This yeah. is how you kill a space marine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You use this rail <laughs> rifle. AP2 from, weapons. Yeah. If you've got loads of AP2 weapons, you're <laughs> laughing. Yeah, massive amounts of storm surges yeah. and riptides yeah. and just keep shooting yeah. until they don't get back up. Yeah, that's it. Remember, they've uh, got two hearts. Make sure you aim for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to aim for both of them with the plasma rifle. <laughs> just rips right through them. Uh, Jeez. And so, so is that, I mean, interestingly, the the Tau would so would they ally with the Eldar? Do you think they would? So the thing is, the Tau would Eldar ally with anybody on the Tau's terms. Yeah, well, this <laughs> is the thing, yeah, because they kind of go great. Like, well, that's it because they always send the mm. water cast in first to do a negotiations, and then yeah. it's only when they kind of go, well, we don't really like what you're selling, yeah, and they go. We'll just give you one last chance because if, if you look up into the stars, you'll see that there's a massive fleet there <laughs> yeah. and they've got a lot of guns. Yeah. So we're just yeah. kind of doing this the nice way because if yeah. you don't, we're going to come down. Yeah. We don't want to cause a fuss and we really don't this tower. We don't want to cause a fuss. <laughs> but if you don't join us, we will annihilate you. Well, they kind of they kind of remind me of the, the Achaemenid Persian Empire because yeah. they did that with gold. It was yeah. like, we don't want to fight. Yeah. Just become a part of us. It's yeah. best. It's in your interest. It's in our interest. Yeah. If you just take the gold... Yeah. Nobody's going to die, you know. Yeah. And they basically go, you can keep everything exactly the same. Yeah. You just pay us the taxes instead, and come and fight with us. And come and so fight. So you with got us, some you know. cool, you know. You guys no. eat your prey and turn into something new in <laughs> the crew. That sounds like well, fun. exactly. And that's exactly uh, what the towel done because you kind of go the vespids are yeah. another one where they the just vespids. go. You well, live in, you live in, in the clouds. Weird cloud thing, but we can yeah. kind of you use know, you as can, fast attack. Yeah, that's it. So they're very, you know, they're very accepting the towel. Yeah. You know, across the board. I mean, they're really yeah, no, it's true. they will accept anybody into yeah. their old uh, Well, their no, empire. they said the orcs they won't accept or chaos. Well, yeah, no, those are the right. two that are like well, definitely. Uh, but, not. but I think I think that's for probably, obvious reasons. I think that's probably because they know that even the watercast couldn't persuade them to, <laughs> to join. <laughs> that's uh, it. I've tried yeah. for five hours with this orc yeah. guy, and he's we're, not. Having we're a gonna we're gonna give you uh, three pound a month memberships. Would you? <laughs> would you join then? Still no. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we can give you lots of uh, what? What do you guys call it? Uh, scraps? Yeah. Something like that? Is yeah. it to to create? What yeah. are you talking? A truck? Yeah. Two Ks? No, that <laughs> doesn't sound right. Yeah. And actually, and I would be very upset by um, uh, by kind of Tau and Orcs because when I first got into 40K, 
Um, there was yeah, but that would solve the close combat problem. <laughs> yeah, that's it. it's true. The uh, my so I had a good friend who played Tyranids, and back in the day, whoever got first turn would win because we only ever played kill points or who could kill each other right, first. So yeah. There's no tactics because uh, we we're quite young. And the other guy, so that was against my mate Joe, and then the other guy. Uh, Rob, hi who, Joe, if you're listening. Yeah, and my mate Rob, who uh, who I see every so often. I haven't seen him for ages now, but um, I sometimes bump into him at Games Workshop. And he, um, I put up a picture of one of my new Tau things, and he just went, "Ooh, Tau!" And um, he's an orc player, and we always used to play. It was always used to be Tau and orcs, and so um, so I'd be very upset um, if the orcs ever joined because of like I just remember that you know horrendous grudge, yeah, yeah. good matches between the Orcs and the town and particularly because I'm a no Shover player which you know oh, um, they've, they've got some history um, <laughs> yeah so that's oh. it. well so, but yeah but actually that's another point you can say about the town would, would town serve up with a far sight enclave again? yeah and again it'd be interesting to see if they could make an, an, an alliance if they need and at the yeah. moment they absolutely don't need to they're no. having a whale of a time um, well well yeah it's <laughs> actually it's kind of going yeah you can yeah. you can be part of the fire cast yeah. you can be a part of the water cast you can do whatever you want mate yeah. because why because we haven't got the ethereals telling yeah. us what to do with That's all their it. weird well, I mean, well I mean but the I show is certainly having a whale of a time but I think the Tau Empire is as well it's oh, expanding yeah. and expanding massive so fifth expansion already yeah I mean there is a high fleet on the way so when that arrives maybe they <laughs> <laughs> They'll kind yeah. of think again, but well, uh, actually, uh, no. That um, coming onto it, the Necrons mm. actually one of their tomb worlds woke up, yeah, and in Taos, like in the Tau yeah. territory, and it was about to get annihilated by uh, the High Fleet, mm. one of the tendrils of the High Fleet. So they wiped them out. Yeah, basically the Necrons just came oh, cheers, and Necrons. wiped them out. Hadn't but that's the thing, yet. and then they just disappeared. Legends. So all the Tau were going, "Oh my gosh, who are these saviors that we don't yeah. know who they are that are they're basically yeah. living metal?" Yeah, and so we've got a gift back to get ready to go. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So um, yeah, you know they they came along and like, well, we want to team with you guys for sure because yeah. you know that'd be great. We just want to be your friends. Yeah, we just want everyone to get along. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting about the Eldar mm. kind of saying, "Well, we want to create a, a race that is." Yeah. has no psychic presence because obviously that's mm. the major thing when it if comes that is to, true yeah if it's true which I, th- mm, well, I don't know who knows um, um, I think it's mainly because they're going to go below. we're having a bit of problems with sales mm. um, so yeah. we should probably create a new race <laughs> they were yeah they were cool. I mean that's when I got into that was I can pinpoint when I got into 40k cause same thing yeah, was, yeah same area at the time yeah. and but so would so would the Tau Empire kind of join up with Oshova um, or the Farsight Enclaves mm. and have the Farsight Enclaves of their own nation state. And well, that would be it. That, um, that would be the only way that they could do it. Because yeah. obviously the whole self, self-exile self mm. is really interesting. Yeah. And obviously the thing is nobody's actually seen Oshova outside of his crisis suit mm. since he supposedly died or did yeah. whatever. Well, did he die? Well, did this, he is not a, die? this is what I mean. Is though. it a new person? Is it This not? is what I mean. Is it, is it a new person who's mm. the, they're carrying on the mantle? Oh, kind of like a... A new town. It, well, it's kind of like, you know, Batman or it's it's... Well, not Batman, but um, you know, um, Captain America, where it's somebody changes all the time, but they still known as Captain America. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. um, different people play him, and it's the mm. kind of thing of well, we know that Oshova, well, like Doctor Who. Yeah, you know, Oshova basically carries weight with it as a name. Yeah, and yeah. He's feared and mm. known for all these kind of tactics. But obviously he's de- been dead. Yeah. But as an enclave, we don't want people to know that. So we're just going to elect yeah. someone to do it. Again, it'd be really cool. To, I mean, I don't think Games Workshop would ever do it. And I, I don't, don't think that's the case. I don't think they ever should is right about it. But the it'd be really cool to um, have um, kind of stories about kind of this mantle of Oshova being secretly yeah. passed on. Like, yeah, so yeah. taking up a promising young fire warrior yeah. and, and passing on. Um, so yeah, so the Tau would um, yeah um, match up with anyone. Um, who who else? Well, because they've well they've I mean well let's talk about it, I suppose Tau and Imperium. Yeah, 
they during was it Damocles Gulf campaign um, well they were fighting against each other yeah they were fighting against each other but the reason the Raven Guard yeah the Raven Guard and White Scars Mm. um, (laughs) not White Scars just as the White Scars so I've started reading the book Scars and so if you listen to our previous podcast you'll know that um, as well as kind of really laying into the Ultramarines, I'll also laid into the White Scars, saying they're quite boring. And so I've been reading the 30k book yeah, about Yeah, but nobody's White mentioned Scars. it. Why? Because there aren't nobody, any players. Nobody collects them. Although Adam um, did find somebody who was selling loads, loads of Warhammer stuff, yeah. one of which was a White Scar army. Was a White Scar army. army. Yeah, interestingly. So I think that's... But on a side note, from a tabletop point of view, mm. they're really cool if you have loads of attack bikes. If you just have attack yeah. bikes, that's a terrifying army. Yeah, well, I used to, I did do that back in the day yeah, not with really White Scars yeah. and yeah. I don't they ever never really worked well but the, okay so two things that I quite, I like about the White Scars I still think they're a little bit boring even after having read the book but they are a um, little bit but but yeah. the two things that made oh, there was there was two things which I really liked one thing which would almost alone make me want to be in the starties in the White Scars um, is so the the one thing I like about them is, is it the top knot the <laughs> I did try a top knot once near I didn't really like it only in the privacy of my own home and um, the um, so the the first thing is I like how they just go off and do their own thing uh, yeah that is really cool own, and they don't really want to be a part of the Imperium but, as such but they're, they are and they'll fight their own wars I'm really like annoyed that, that you haven't finished the book because so there's I'm sure so many good be, things yeah, at the yeah. end so I'm about halfway through but the other thing is what the one thing that made me want to join the White Scars potentially was when I found out in the bowels of their ship they have racetracks <laughs> yeah. and I was just like yeah. sign me up I yeah. love racetracks. Um, well, have you got to the bit where the guy tries to invite him to the Warrior Lodge? Oh, I've just, I'm just there. He's just coming to the Warrior Lodge. Yeah, he just put that, that bit before where he's trying to catch up with him and he goes, yeah. I don't know who this guy is or why mm. he's trying to catch me, so I'm just going to go at full speed yeah. Yeah. on bike to basically yeah. outrun him and then yeah. nearly crash him yeah, to the yeah. side. It's great. So for that... That reason alone, I'm just like, yeah. yes, this is this sounds like a full love a bit of speed. Join. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, because I, I really love the Khan actually mm. now yeah. because it, it's the fact that I don't want to spoil obviously because mm. you, you you don't know what happens, but it's just this whole he wants to be left alone. Yeah, and I think the element is even when he was found, he's only doing it because of mm. the loyalty and duty. Yeah, not because he really believes in the Imperium. Yeah, you know where he believes that that what they are doing is beneficial for humankind. Yeah. It's just, well, I've got to do it. And I'm, I'm, that's why. But actually, I'm I'm in control of my own legion. Mm. And they are going to listen to me because if they don't listen to me, bad things will happen. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's at the kind of the heart of that, that book really is about, it, it's the soul of the legion and where it's going and, and who has control of it really. Yeah. Um, so, which is really interesting on a little side note, but yeah, no. So, yeah, it's the bit where the Damocles Gulf. I mean, is mm. is where the Imperium pull out because they've got other problems with. I think is it High Fleet Kraken. Mm. Um, Great run, by the way. Yeah, uh, or it might run. be Leviathan, which whichever one attacks yeah. Macrag, um, mm. and basically the Space Marines have to pull back because there's there's too many other problems. Yeah, and then the Tower don't really know why they've pulled back, but mm. then they leave quite a few uh, Imperial planets. Yeah. Who then get taken over by the Tau, who then join them, which is now why mm. you have um, is it Guavesa, which is like Tau for human helper. Yeah, so the they, they've always been around. So since the very first Codex, they oh, were, have they? they were yeah, cause I you thought used, it was only ever since the Damocles Gulf. No, they've they've always they've yeah they've always assimilated um, humans in from, from right. that was in the fluff from the start, and they used to have um, they used to have um, kind of um, the some models you could buy from. 
um, Forge World, which were basically they were slightly cheaper in points than the Tau, and I think they still had their Imperial guns. But but the thing is, they had Tau legs and Tau bodies, which is fine because <laughs> they're about the same size. So humans yeah, and Tau yeah. about the same, you know, very similar in all kinds of ways. Uh, but then human human heads and human mm. human guns because you can do it yeah and they've got rules which, and everything, which is fine except for the feet of tau are hooves <laughs> yeah so, that's a bit of a so, problem so it looks a bit ridiculous bovine I, creatures i assume you can buy um buy models now which are or, I, or at least convert them no to a, you can or, just convert them i think or yeah i mean just have or you can just have them in the normal uniforms or whatever just fine but yeah. whatever whatever yeah. it is but anyway the so they have always been there in the fluff from the beginning yeah um, but i think that's what i i'm what appeals to me about the tau empire is the fact that you you can have so many different auxiliary units mm, yeah. and i think obviously from an alliance point of view yeah. that's what makes them quite formidable is the fact mm. that once you're a part of this alliance or you're part of the mm. empire like it's just so many variations yeah. can come to the fore which is obviously why i mean that's that's from a tabletop point of view i'd love mm. to see more variations yeah of auxiliaries. this they could do so so much, many different places so many different, so many different alien races you could create yeah and i wish you could still do a crew an exclusive crew, crew army because yeah. there's no you have to have at least a tau hq yeah which is and they used to have a crew hq in one of the, they did. the second codex yeah is it crew chieftain or something uh, no i can't think what it's called now but um mm. i could go and look at more my codex is in rich, <laughs> but i'm not gonna um but his yeah whatever his name is the kind of main shaper guy and um, you have a crew shaper but he's like a, um, he's like just a leader, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. But he, he used to be same. a HQ unit, so he used to be able yeah. to then you could then technically have a exclusively, yeah. which I thought was really cool. I mean, I kind of also get it because the fluff is that the Tau lead these people and they're in the yeah, Tau Empire. It's, so it's, that's the whole point. Isn't um, it? So maybe you could first have first among equals. That's something, yeah. Isn't it? So maybe you could have a cool list where you've got like a Tau battle suit or whatever, just directing the battle. But I feel like like plays down the crew's abilities because yeah. surely there'd be some battles where you'd go. We just want the crew because they're super good at camouflage. Mm. So it's just like everyone, like, so you finally get someone go, Oh, why is there a single Tau commander just on the hill? What's going <laughs> yeah. on? And yeah. someone get a tau Waving around crew. lots, yeah. and I can't <laughs> yeah. see what he's waving at. Um, um, but yeah, so I think, but ultimately, I think this is the problem with the Imperium Tower, you know, facing up with the Tau. It's like you've got so many different things that are at odds because obviously mm. the Imperium think that humanity should rule the galaxy, and that means by any means. Mm. You know, so if you want to be subjugated, because obviously they don't allow certain mutations within, you know, they have abhumans, so they have like rattlings and what is the other ones? Ogrins is another one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but they're acceptable within the limits or whatever mm. it is. Same with them, same with any kind of psyche unit. It's like, well, we kind of need you, so you're kind of acceptable. Yeah. Um, and like navigator's got like third eyes or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, because we need you to Not navigate like that, ships. You do people with dirty minds. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I've only just I, you know when you go yeah you just agree with something you haven't really heard yet I've just realised what you said um, um, but yeah so I think yeah from that point of view it, it just I don't think it would happen but on an existential crisis mm. because they have teamed up before yeah when the yeah when the Tyranids were coming onto one of the planets and Manus Kalgar met up with the Warpcast mm. and basically said we you know we're going to pull out because mm. you need to do it and he, he warned them that time but then another time he hasn't yeah. so it's again it's the whole shadiness yeah well there used to be time you know US and Russia were best of mates for a couple of years <laughs> you well, mean when they were bringing down the Nazis yes yeah, you know so again kind of existential crisis maybe maybe the tower yeah but that was an alliance of convenience yeah absolutely well this but would I guess be, it would be that's yeah. the point yeah that's the point and so if you know if chaos becomes a big thing or the, or the high fleets or whatever I don't think GW would go down that route because you would have to it, it would kind of push out all of the races 
um, from the yeah, main storyline. Yeah. But say it happened, you know, I could still you could see those empires working together. Yeah, uh, or I'm, at least kind of uh, from a point of view of like kind of working out where they're going to deploy their forces and yeah. to have a ceasefire. I mean, obviously, well, that would be it. And then you'd, you'd probably get a cold war after that or something. Well, you'd you know? essentially secure the Eastern Fringe, yeah, yeah. which obviously is where they're coming from. Mm, yeah. um, I mean, you'd be real because obviously the Imperium at this point is in a really bad place. Yeah, I mean, they are just getting assaulted left, right, and mm, centre. Yeah, every part of the galaxy is just in flames, mm. and it's just crazy because yeah. nowhere is safe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not even Terra because they, you know, they had another battle recently. Mm. Um, how how are you get letting people get close? I, to this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Sort it out. It's supposed uh, to have the biggest baddest guns yeah. ever. So I was I've did a lot of like reading into thirty k, and I've done a lot of that recently. And then I was, I was talking to someone about forty k, and they were like, "Oh yeah, and the orcs, of course, are attacking Terra." Like, yeah, yeah. How have you let the orcs yeah, yeah. get that? I mean, the, the orcs slip through something. Yeah, they're, that's and then it. Also, they're not a, subtle. Yeah, how yeah. Are you, <laughs> and then it's like they look out the window one day from the Imperial <laughs> Palace. Um, George, yeah, um, <laughs> might want to get the custodies. Why? Because yeah. I think there's a massive orc invasion about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think in terms of others, uh, so because uh, we mentioned yeah. orcs, so we're saying orcs will probably not ally with anybody wow. except so this is a real I really like this is there's stories about how here we go the, left field here the, we go no no it won't be no it's so um, the orcs have um, teamed up with accidentally demons because um, because there's <laughs> what? so there's this story don't remember they're this. really good they're really good stories you have to go you really have to look for them but it's really cool fluff it's basically so the orcs um, um, worship Mork and Mindy or Gork and Mork or whatever the um, whatever their gods are called Mork and Mindy Gork and Gork Mork Gork and Mork Gork yeah. and Mork and sometimes they they see kind of Nurgle and think that's one of their gods and so start worshipping oh, really? Nurgle by accident because they think it's their god so they right. just they so so then the, the <laughs> he's orcs, a bit smelly yeah. yeah so the orcs yeah but I don't imagine orcs smell great oh no and um, given they are related to mould yeah, essentially <laughs> are fungi yeah like we said um, and and, um, and so, yeah, so they accidentally worship Nurgle and then can become corrupted and so essentially ally with, with Nurgle and that, that occasionally happens. Well, you're seeing that a lot, I think, in storylines where the Eldar manipulate orcs or chaos manipulate orcs to do yeah. something or be a distraction. Yeah, I mean, they're great, yeah. I mean, one of my favourite stories of 30K is where the... Um, is the Alpha Legion? Alpha one? Legion, yeah, are kind of like organising the orcs, like not as in as in talking to them, but just like like corralling them mm. into bigger groups to fight against yeah, the white yeah. scars and the white scars like why is this taking so yeah, long because it, it, it basically <laughs> delays them so they yeah. can be in the right place for when they yeah. in in scars actually That's when they it. can get the, the alpha legion oh, fleet can be I there i love the alpha legion they're so cool they are really cool i really yeah. do like them and it, yeah. again it's this whole manipulated by eldar well who are they yeah. are they on the side of the good are they yeah. not are they playing their own game yeah also no um, i'm alpharius <laughs> um I put on put on one of the forums again. Yeah. Just uh, the question of whether or not actually who is Alpharis and whether or not mm. they will actually find out if they're loyalist or not. Yeah. But there's actually one of the guys brought up a really interesting idea that there's an internal war going on within the Alpha Legion ah, where yeah. uh, Alpharis said something, but Omegon didn't believe it or mm. didn't want to go along with it. So then now there's an internal war, mm. but because both of them have, are so good at deceiving everyone, <laughs> their own Legion is so confused about what to do <laughs> that they're just fighting each other now. Yeah, well, but that must be a weird fight. Oh, that would just be so weird. Are we yeah. fighting each other right now? Yeah. yeah. Do you know why? No, but I know we need to keep... Okay, yeah, yeah okay, let's keep fighting. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think it, obviously the Imperium is the most dominant force within the galaxy, just because it's so numerous. 
but it's it's just mm. uh, I'm trying to think I mean the Necrons obviously we'll come on to them they're a really well, interesting one because I think yeah. they will probably never go with anybody so this is one of the stupid I'm going to tell you about one of the stupidest kind of side plots ever in um, in in 40k is so this was in one of the Blood Angel codexes uh, and actually on Necron so Necron started off being like kill everything oh, and really kind of no fluff to them other than way hey, we really love Terminator <laughs> Uh, where, well, they are supposed to just be mindless killers well, well, of all human life. Well, but not all well, of them all, are. All life. So the so the ancients or you know whatever they're called were obviously so the the ones who are in charge have minds. Of, like, oh, the, they a do. A lot of the robots yeah. are mindless. Um, yeah, the lords and the the pharaohs yeah. stuff actually have their own minds. Don't yeah, they? That's it. Yeah, and they used to be organic back in the day. Well, all of them did. Yeah. It's just those are the ones that have like mm. been in positions of power, so they've been able to yeah. like, like be in better stasis fields yeah. and stuff. Because obviously the Necron warriors are just mindless. Husks yeah, yeah. of of souls mm, essentially yeah. in in these metal bodies, yeah. and they just because obviously the 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 command that you can use is my will be done because they mm. can just go and they just do whatever the Lord has told them to. Yeah, do. yeah, exactly. They are they are, they are cool, and interesting, aren't they? they look great because you know everyone loves Terminator, <laughs> and um, and Silver's really easy to paint. Yeah, as oh, I found out is. over the oh, past couple of super weeks, super easy. Yeah, because I've, yeah. I've just finished my first batch of Necron Warriors. Mm. <laughs> I was like looking down and going. Man, I've done a really good yeah. job on these, and I realised I was like, "No, you haven't." It's just really easy to paint <laughs> silver. I can't say, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so there, so there's a story in the Blood Angels Codex um, where so they're fighting the Necrons, the Blood Angels and Necrons mm-hmm. fighting each other, and then the Tyranids turn up, and the oh wreck everything, don't uh, yeah. they? So, but you know, they um, you know the enemy, my enemy is my friend. So suddenly the the Necrons and Blood Angels team up. To kill these Tyranids, and then when they kill the Tyranids, they finish killing the Tyranids. I feel I've got a real eighties theme about this. Yeah. It's just like yeah. you know, the music just comes it's just on. Like, it's, like, it's one of those things. Yeah. Bro Force, yeah. and particularly, it's just like what you know. We all want to watch a film where it's like Terminator, Alien, and Commando. <laughs> so, Essentially, yeah. yeah. And, Come on. Um, I mean, and, that's just that's that's literally, but it's just the CGI. But if you got yeah. it, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, I bet I bet they'd screw up, but because um, <laughs> they always say, yeah, I've seen the. Transformer movies. Uh, well, I say just I've don't get them. Michael Bay to direct it. One, one of them, and I was I didn't want to go and see it, and um, but my mate really wanted to see biggest it. Biggest amount of product he loved placement it. ever. I thought it was really, I thought it was incredibly boring. <laughs> Imagine that on the side yeah. of a starship, just yeah. PepsiCo. Yeah, exactly. But so they were, so they suddenly they teamed up to fight the Tyranids, killed them, and then at the end they were just like, oh, we respect each other so much now. As warriors, let us let us like go our separate ways rather than continuing to kill each other. Really, and I was just like. This is ridiculous. That just wouldn't um, happen. People, yeah. yeah, people would go crazy for that. Going, this is insane. And if you read it, it's like kind of written, and it just comes across as a bit stupid. Yeah. But there's only a minor story in like one of the codexes from back in the day, but it is there. So it's still there. So yeah. that was the time when the Blood Angels teamed up with the Necrons. Um, right. Yeah. Because um, the thing about uh, Usakar Creed, who's the guy who leads the Cadian defense before it gets blown up, mm. um, just before the planet obviously gets ripped apart, he gets taken away. <laughs> By a Necron Lord whose name I can't remember, but it was, is it Transend the Infinite? Uh, or Transiac the Infinite, something like that. But he basically gets taken away to be a part of his collection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These like interesting like items mm. from the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a really, it's like Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. Yeah. Just horrible amounts of neon green. Um, so yeah, basically, then I think the Necrons just wouldn't because, yeah, like I said, they are so superior in terms of their just technology and just sheer force of 
of just the the innumerable amounts that there are. As much as all the team worlds are being, you know, like not destroyed or whatever, but just obviously of just not awakening or mm. malfunctioned or whatever. There's still lots and lots of them, and then more and more are turning up all the time. And it's so hard to kill because it's just like, well, we've got living metal, so it's yeah, just literally yeah. going to re- repair itself. Yeah. And it's so hard to kill all the time. I mean, there's a story of um, uh, something knights, I can't remember what they're called, but it's not, it might be astral knights, astral knights maybe, because um, I keep thinking of astral claws, which become yeah, the red astral corsairs. Knights, yeah. But it's astral knights, I think, who basically sacrifice themselves as a chapter to mm. stop a, a, tyranny, a Necron tomb world yeah, from awakening. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Because literally a thousand space marines can't stop them. Yeah. Or yeah. they did just just manage to do it. Mm. And it's just like these crazy stuff like that where it's like, yeah, they're just so unstoppable. And they don't need to team up with anybody. That's the thing. Yeah. So I think actually from like the Imperium or yeah, the Tau or, or the Eldar kind of coming together to unify for an existential threat, it probably mm. would either be the Necrons or the Tyranids. Yeah, and, and the Necrons, and that's true. And it's interesting about the Necrons because the Necrons can just stay buried. Like even, even well, that's they, it. they could just write, they could wait for the Tyranids to wipe out the whole galaxy sure. and just yeah. stay buried and ride it out. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I mean, they've done it, it for however many yeah. millions of years already. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's... maybe then they'd have to fight demons. I don't know how, how susceptible they are to demons. So. Well, that's it because they, they don't have a, obviously a war mm. presence either because they're just metal yeah it's good well they, they might do because because well, that's a good question i don't know about that because they, they don't they, have a psychic phase for themselves no that's true interesting so but i don't know what the fluff would be about that no, if they, yeah that's if, true if they used to be organic beings and they've still you know did their souls get so oh, it's a good question about if we could transform our brains transfer our brains into yeah. into a machine obviously believe if you believe in the soul would your soul would your soul go, go with, with it, it? yeah, yeah. Or would it just go yeah. into the Great Plane or whatever yeah. the Khan calls it? Yeah. Um, it. Yeah, so I think they're probably the biggest threat because as soon as they unite into the dynasties again, um, that's going to be a real problem, mm. I think. Because um, I don't think they... Well, you could get to the stage where they get so powerful that they end up going, well, we've killed off most of the things in the galaxy, so now we're going to fight each other for our dominance over the dynasties. Maybe. But I, I, I that's not come it. up in the fluff as of, yeah. as of yet because they kind of help each other out. Yeah. So it's one of those where you kind of go, well, they just wouldn't do that. I mean, they're just quite placid kind of people, aren't they, really? <laughs> they just chilled out. They just want to go for a Sunday stroll yeah, in their night sides. Slowly eradicating. I mean, they don't, you know, they're Silent not. Silent death marches on. They're not super vicious. They're not, you know, they're just doing, you just want to wipe out all life, you know, however long it Take takes. Take back their rightful place yeah, as the laws of the it. galaxy. They're just patient kind of, kind of people. You know? Yeah, whereas obviously the big thing about the Tyranids is they've got a hive mind, so they could never never mm. ally with anybody. Well, they do. So go on to who would the Tyranids ally with? But then there's this they... interesting thing about whether or not the Tyranids are fleeing something else. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Because, obviously, the idea of them coming in mm. from, like, a specific part of the galaxy. Now they're kind yeah. of coming from wherever. Yeah. But this is the idea of the reason why they have to consume life is to simply survive. Mm. Uh, and they're fleeing something else so it could be like yeah. they've gone from four or five galaxies along and yeah. they've literally just can't like devoured yeah. it all but they're, they're still being chased by something yeah, yeah. so if you think about what would scare the Tyranids yeah. if it's something that's going to scare those guys it's going to be horrendous it would be that bald woman from Alien <laughs> what Ripley yeah Ripley <laughs> let just, her go <laughs> yeah um, yeah it's just one ship full of marines yeah. marines uh, yeah. yeah so um who knows? I mean, you know, that's. A, I really like the idea of that because there's so much mystery within that. that mm. You know, what, yeah. what's what? What? Because otherwise, what's the point of them being there? Cause... Well, they do. They do ally with humans. 
by tyranids. Yeah, by and like send, sucking their life, sending or... spores down and, and impregnating. <laughs> oh, you mean the gene stealers? Yeah, and you get the gene stealer calls, yeah. which are really interesting because I um, they start. I mean, it's horrendous fluff, um, Terror, uh, terrifying fluff, uh, yeah, terrifying um, and super disturbing. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, really and, dark. And so they kind of impregnate women, and then their their babies are born with all kinds of weird mutations. Yeah, and eventually the mutations start to kind of fall away after a few generations, and then when the tuners turn up, they basically all turn into gene stealers, you know, pure or, breeds, or they yeah. what? Are they kind of they're ready to serve. Oh, the, yeah, they just hive the mind kicks in, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, which is so that they're quite cool for a, from a, a faction point um, to have mm. these kind of human tuned like kind of hybrids. Cults, yeah. yeah, and that's, um, that's really yeah. Cool. Um, which would actually it's interesting because you talk about who would. So then you get obviously factions of humans who of shall either themselves with demons, and of course you've got the fallen chaos space means of course they ally themselves with demons but even you kind of get the just normal humans which can ally you themselves do, yeah. With, yeah. with demons and you know you get the courts and stuff well and, they hear the whispers don't they in the yeah. warp or whatever um, and then all of a sudden it's like I've been taken yeah. over by a demon yay yeah. uh, and um, so and so actually so, <laughs> that's when the grey knights turn up and yeah. you go oh no and so demons are interesting who would demons um, ally with and I like the demons because like so you've got Slanesh hates corn and um, and Zneech hates Nurgle and they all kind of hate each other as well yeah. um, but but then obviously you get they, chaos undivided yeah but the, so they do allies. so the, the the demons are really interesting because they will they are super pragmatic when it comes to each other because they will fight each other and hate mm. each other and then they go well but we want to as the warp accomplish this so that's yeah. we're together <laughs> yeah. and I love it when you get you get in some of the books you get conversations between like a, a corn demon and a slanesh demon and it's just oh, hilarious because yeah. they're working together but they also hate each other Was that, um, and it's in fear to tread so there's yeah I think Whereas it happened that, that kind of Kibanda, thing yeah I mean that kind of stuff comes up every now and then with where you hear demons talking to each yeah. other but yeah particularly in I think it's fear to tread, fear to tread where yeah. there you've got this corn demon slanesh demon working together but also like just sarcastically undermining yeah. each other yeah. it's really funny. yeah I know I really enjoyed that actually because like yeah they just it's obvious that the great game is still afoot, even yeah. though they're supposed to be on the same mission together. Yeah. It's like, well, once this is done, I'm probably going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm probably going to kill you. But anyway. they're just, but they're even just really petty oh, in the yeah. way they bicker. It's really. But funny. again, it's, it's, it's that, like you said, it's the whole thing of the great game, and, yeah. and just this idea of, well, yeah, we're going to work together in the chaos and divider stuff, yeah. which is where you see them seriously mm. threaten the Imperium. It's all the yeah. Black Crusades when you get Chaos United. Mm. Serious, serious great football problems. Team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, undivided. Sorry, not united. Um, you know, because now obviously um, Abaddon is is, mm. is doing his thirteenth crusade, and I'm yeah. pretty sure they're working on a fourteenth at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, terror like it causes real problems because mm. it's like the majority of the Asceptus Astartes have to go and deal with it, which leaves problems elsewhere in the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, the Imperial Guard or the Astro Militarum can only do so much yeah. to just kind of hold the line. Yeah, that's it. And of course, those are two two codexes which you might see teaming up, which is uh, Astro Militarum and Adeptus um, Astartes. Yeah. And um, they, they could potentially form alliances. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've kind of talked about it before with some of the Primarchs coming back, but eventually yeah. you could get the Legions. So you could have the alliance between, obviously, the Adeptus Astartes' successor chapters and their yeah. originals. Oh, yeah. I mean, that'd be quite, I'd love to, to be honest with you, I'd love to see them form I'd back into Legions again. I'd love to see Legions again. back again. That would be... That'd be interesting. Whether whether Gilliman would go for it, given he, you know, no, he of course he wouldn't, because it's like my my leg- literal living yeah. legacy of the codex yeah. would just be destroyed. Yeah. yeah, but it would be really interesting. Um, but yeah, so I think there's there's the elements obviously with 
chaos, like you said, where they they do team up, and mm. it, when it is when they do, it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real yeah. problem. But obviously, the whole point of chaos is chaos. Yeah. So you would never have a unified front forever. No. In, no. And they obviously use people and manipulate. Mm forces yeah but you even find that within the empire and you've obviously got all the oh, yeah. civil wars that go on like not just the chaos astartes but no you know all the stuff with the uh well the ecclesiarchy, the ecclesiarchy and, and, and there's, stuff, yeah. there's one literally called the reign of blood which happens yeah. for like an entire uh millennium or something yeah. where it's just like well this guy took over and he kind of corrupted the the high lords or mm. killed the ones that resisted and he just took over and then eventually it was I think it was the uh, 10, 10 chapter masters of the Adeptus Astartes turning up on terror yeah, yeah. and going to the Sisters of Battle who were defending him and basically saying, yeah, this guy is psychotic and he's done something really bad and now he's manipulated you all. Mm. And then the canonesses turn to go, oh, I think they might be right. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And then they go through this period where they just kill him yeah. and it all gets restored. But it's just yeah. terrible. And that whole inter, interwar area or the, the inter years from the Horus Heresy ending to... Essentially, the 41st millennium starting. It's just mm. crazy stuff yeah, yeah. going on. Absolutely yeah. crazy. And I, I'm, I like the fact they're starting to develop that more. But in terms of... Because you have shady alliances within that as well, mm. which kind mm. of start. And yeah, it's weird. Because obviously, the... Kind of talking about the Inquisition, they will obviously have humanity's interest in, to begin with. They'll, they'll ally with people all the yeah. time just to get something done, you know. Um, and you get things like the Death Watch. They, they'll use advanced technology, which is like, yeah, we use alien weapons sometimes, yeah. which is totally forbidden. And if an Imperial Guard uses like a railgun, yeah. he's going to get his head blown off. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, because they're like these elite warriors, it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think in terms of alliances and stuff, yeah, they do it all the time. Yeah. Are there any races? I'm trying to think of any races we haven't covered. I think we've we've I we've, think gone we've on covered them all, them all really. Um, um, yeah, we go, yeah. I, just, I suppose comment if we've missed any. I can't think of any that we've. Missed. I can't think of any. Um, if you've got the you the like so a lot of the factions are kind of imperial factions. That's why the imperium the are the most ones, numerous. Yeah. yeah, obviously. So that obviously they would ally with with each other. Um, uh, like you know, even like the mechanicum and stuff. Um, yeah, because like I said though, I think yeah, the Necrons just would never ally with mm. anybody because they don't need to. Yeah. Tyranids just can't because of the hive mind and they don't understand. And I think it's, it really comes down to the the most three intelligent ones, which is Eldar, Tau, and the Imperium. Yeah, but they all have separate agendas, which obviously align at mm. some points and and don't at others. Yeah, and and that's the problem. But if you did have like the Tau basically taking over or being in some kind of alliance with the humans, they'd wipe the galaxy out. I think. Yeah, because you just go. Be. We'll give us access to your technology. Mm. We'll give you access to warp travel stuff, mm. so you don't have to basically travel forever. Yeah. Um. And um. Yeah. Then we just do it that way, you know. Yeah. So the trade technology and 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 mm. information and stuff. Yeah. And then it'd be like, can you, well, essentially, can you imagine Adeptus Astartes, flipping tactical squad with rail guns and pulse rifles, and you know, instead of having a a multi-melter on your Drendor you've yeah. got like rail guns and yeah. stuff yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that'd be a cool yeah. conversion actually yeah well actually one of my favourite conversions I saw was um, Tau and Necrons where basically you'd got a um, loads of Tau tanks which had been like kind of taken over by Necrons oh, nice. and you had like those little scarabs Just running all over them, them yeah. and stuff and it looked really great it looked wow. really cool yeah that would be cool um, um, so I think we're probably there then. I, I think, think we, we are. talked about alliances and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, talked about the white scars a little bit. Yeah. Talked about the ultramarines a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think we're there. 
Talk um, about Jeremy Corbyn a little bit. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Would there ever be an alliance between the Conservatives and Labour? <laughs> oh, <laughs> there wouldn't. It's like chaos. And, yeah. um, and Thanks for stopping by, everyone. We'll end it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um, thank you for listening. Um, that's been another podcast, another Geeks, Two Geeks Discuss. Yeah. Podcast. Um, and we'll, we'll come up with something next week. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.